everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Life Wives for Life podcast. A podcast where three best friends talk about life and stuff. And they're fish! Yay! Yay! Yay, yay! Yay, yay, yay! This and week? Sarah, Sarah, Sarah! Yeah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah! Nicole, Nicole! What are we talking about this week? This week we're talking about Christmas. Yay! 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 Everybody loves Christmas, but... <laughs> that was beautiful. That was that was hey. some singing, courtesy of Miss Lindsay. Um, yeah, so this week we're going to talk about Christmas. It's pretty likely that our next episode will also be about Christmas because we have a lot to say, and many feelings and things to discuss. Yeah, and, so many feelings. And also, Nicole loves Christmas more than yeah. most people love anything. <laughs> so um, it should be, <laughs> to be great. Fair, I also love most things. More than most people. No, fair enough. Like Nicole has much enthusiasm, um, and mostly her enthusiasm <laughs> is for Christmas. Yeah, true. Yes, agreed. It's true. So we're gonna do a little roundtable chit chat about our uh, Christmas traditions, both as our own families, and then also now that we've come together in our life wifeness. Uh, we've got some Canada Christmas adventures. There'll be a story about Charlie, of course, and then we'll have some recommendations. Um, see if you can pick uh, what we're all going to recommend. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, I can just quote mine throughout the whole podcast, and then people could guess. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny. All right. Um, Nicole, because you're bursting with enthusiasm, why don't you go first and tell us a Christmas tradition from your neck of the woods? Yay! Okay. Um, well, in our Halloween spooktacular episode, I actually shared my first Christmas tradition about mm. how and when I decorate, although I haven't done that yet. Oh my god! I know. It is hard to decorate your house for Christmas when you are also in the middle of a kitchen renovation and your kitchen is no longer contained within your kitchen, but contained within all of the other rooms <laughs> of your house where the decorations go. You're that's decorating fair. your theme of Christmas this year is kitchen supplies. Yeah, that's what exactly. I was going to say. <laughs> Just like hang utensils from a tree, it'll be great. It'll Aww. be perfect. It'll be so Imagical. sparkly and shiny. Yeah. yeah it'll be great. Yeah. Um, but I'm carrying Christmas in my heart, and I have been listening to Christmas music mm. a lot. Um, but the really, I listen to Christmas music throughout the whole year, though, so none of those things are particularly special or unique to the month of December. So instead, the tradition that I would like to share with you and our listeners today is a family tradition of how we celebrated Christmas morning, which was really the big Christmas experience for my family and I. We tended to go to um, a Christmas Eve service at our church on Christmas Eve. Usually the earlier one until I became an adult and then I was like let's go to midnight mass and then that only happened once yeah (laughs) it's really late late. (laughs) yeah it's really really late um and so Christmas morning was really like our big big Christmas experience and uh as I grew older it started later because I started to appreciate sleeping just as much as the Christmas experience. So the time in which our Christmas morning tradition started did change, but the series of events was always the same. So the first thing that would happen is that my godmother, Franny, would show up at the house. Mm. Now, that was really what signified like the start of Christmas because she's a part of our family and we weren't allowed to start Christmas without her. Mm -hmm. So even though I was usually like awake long before Franny came over, um, we weren't allowed to do anything and I wasn't allowed in the living room where the tree and the presents were. (laughs) Torture. So to be fair to Franny and give her all of my love and enthusiasm, when I was like a really young kid and she lived on the other side of Winnipeg from us, she would like be at the house at 6.30 (laughs) a.m. That's impressive, because she would have probably had to, like, shovel out her car. Yes, absolutely. So she, I think, more than anyone, really appreciated when I started to enjoy sleeping. (laughs) Um, Now, when my nana was 
was with us, she would usually spend the night at our house. Um, but there were times I remember Franny actually picking Nana up on uh, her way to the house. So whatever it was, whether Franny was coming by herself or she was bringing my Nana, um, that was the start of Christmas. And as soon as they got there, then we were allowed to open stockings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, now there do you... Div- do yes. you wrap your stocking gifts? Because Sarah's family does, and that's so weird. We wrap most of our stocking gifts. Yeah. I don't understand. My mom really it's likes really wrapping fun. things. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good way to use up the leftover wrapping paper that you saved from the year before. Yeah. Especially because so. my dad always gives me, like, a mini shampoo. I'm not really sure why. And so, like, it's, there's always all these, like, mini, um, I was going to say condiments, but that's wrong. Mini toiletries <laughs> that are just, like, wrapped. I've gotten mini condiments but... also wrapped in my stocking, like little mini jars of jam wrapped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. adorable. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, there is, interestingly, a bit of a debate between my mother and I as to the order of our Christmas morning traditions. Because I, as a child, always remember starting with the stocking. Basically, there was, like, stocking and then some kind of food and then presents and then some kind of food. But my mom thinks it went in reverse. She thinks that we started with food and then did stockings and then did more food and then did presents. I'm like, no, 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 stockings always are first because how are you supposed to live? Well, also, like, Um, you eat your orange and your assorted chocolates and then you get real sugar high and then you have real food. Yeah, like, plus you've had at least three cups of coffee while you're eating your orange (laughs) and then you have some kind of sugary breakfast and then you have more coffee while you open your presents and then you die from sugar crash around (laughs) noon. Well, our first course, um, regardless of whether it came before stockings, if you are my mom, or after stockings, (laughs) if you're everyone else, (laughs) <laughs> was always the same and it was it is probably the thing that actually of all things most signifies a can young family christmas to me which is my mom's christmas morning buns mm. they are basically like um you know how you can get that frozen bun dough that rises yeah. overnight it's that topped with butterscotch pudding mix oh. and brown sugar and butter and pecans and love and magic and <laughs> deliciousness and the christmas and, spirit and the christmas spirit um and they are the sh- most sugary delicious amazing things and i was only ever allowed to have them christmas morning and i would go all year craving these christmas buns <laughs> and i was only ever allowed to have them on christmas morning and i was never allowed to see the recipe until i moved to vancouver and that was my christmas present for my mom when she gave me the recipe to make my own christmas morning buns and when I came home from Vancouver for my first Christmas back in Winnipeg, she made Christmas puns for me like every day I was home. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. Um, so we would do that. We would have Christmas buns after the stockings. Then we would go back. And I was always, this is, you know, one of the benefits of being an only child at Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I always had the most presents, but I was also responsible for distributing presents. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I took that job really seriously. <laughs> do you like, open one at a time or does, do you all open at once? Um, everybody has a present. Okay. And then we kind of open together and then like share what that was, which does get tricky when it starts to become uneven. Yeah. 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 Which is why I took my job really seriously and also why I am an expert present unwrapper because I would kind of do the like, here's one for you and one for you, and one for you, and three for me, and I'll open three at the same time that takes all of you to open one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then once all the presents were done, then the adults would go and eat quiche black. (laughs) And I would usually just continue to eat chocolate (laughs) from my stocking. (laughs) Nice. So, yeah, I never really got in on the second meal of the Christmas morning. Um, And then there was nap time or playing with the puppy time or just general, like, lay on the couch and watch Christmas movies on TV until dinner. And we usually had a couple more people join us at the house for dinner, but dinner was always at the house. So we never, like, 
I, it was my mission to not change out of my pajamas <laughs> until like two minutes before people started showing up at the house for dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was my goal. Excellent. Uh, Linz, do you want to go next? Oh, sure. Are we doing any tradition or just morning? Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Hmm. Okay. Because it doesn't have to be well, Christmas morning. Because mine have... is also probably Christmas morning. Okay. Well, our Christmas morning is almost the same, except we don't wrap our gifts, stocking gifts, and we do one at a time. Because um, we're pretty even, because there's there was four of us, and now there's five of us. Um, and I used to hand out gifts, but now my brother-in-law helps my sister do it, and so I get to sit on the couch. Ooh. <laughs> Quite lovely. And we're, our first meal is usually Pillsbury cinnamon buns or the turnover things both which are delicious and great for added sugar highs at 8 a.m yeah yep um but one of my favorite super random traditions is um actually our christmas lists because our families just has the weirdest inside jokes ever and probably only us think it's funny but at least one i know i think this year probably three out of the five christmas lists said uh, and world peace on them, <laughs> and as well as my dad always puts um, tens and twenties and real estate as a joke from Charlie Brown Christmas. But yeah, we at least one of us will reference um, Miss Congeniality, which is not a Christmas movie. No, <laughs> it's just the thing that we do. But it's also an excellent movie. Yes. Um, and. Um, at least one of us will reference Charlie Brown, and sometimes Muppet Family Christmas will also get in there with the uh, green fuzzy flipper slippers. Um, that's what mine. That's what mine was. I had I sent the gif out to this year with my Christmas list. But yeah, Cute. every single year, at least one of us. My dad just sent his, and he's like, and this at the bottom, and this and this, and, this, and world peace every year for like since that movie came out. I don't know. It's just the thing that we do. Amazing. It's hilarious to us. I'm sure that Stu probably thinks we're crazy, but you know, he should have known that before he decided to marry into the family. So Yeah. Anyway. It's awesome. Awesome. Um, awesome. But yeah. All of our other ones just revolve around movies as well. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Anything else to share, Lynn? No, I think yeah, our we read a lot of the same books the yeah. same my mom and my sister and we all watch movies uh, we're big on White Christmas yeah. and Death Set and is my Dusk... mom and my sister love Home Alone but I hate it so is, is Dusk know. Set at Christmas or no well there's a big chunk of it at Christmas it's oh, okay. like fall I don't think of it as a Christmas kind of... movie <laughs> no it's one of those ones it's like uh, Sleepless in Seattle right that you just think is a Christmas movie because there's a big Christmas part yeah but it's not really. It's not I don't know. It's fine. Excellent. Um, yeah. So my family Christmas when we were kids, um, we would always have my mom's mom, my granny, would pretty much always come and stay with us unless we went up to Kelowna, which is like four hours away, to stay with her. But like ninety percent of the time, she would come down. Um, and she was a lot older. Like she was born in nineteen twelve. So by the time we were kids, like she was, you know getting on in years and whatever so especially when we were in like elementary school she would come like in the middle of December she would take the bus down with one of her other granny friends who would come down to also visit her grandkids in Vancouver it was so cute um and yeah so she'd like come to all of our Christmas like concerts and church stuff whatever but then yeah on Christmas morning um my dad's thing always like to this day is nobody can go downstairs well they don't have stairs anymore but anyways nobody goes downstairs until dad's gone downstairs to check if santa came and also we had to wait for my granny to be up and dressed um so we like all three of us would sit on the stairs and like start inching down and like trying to (laughs) peek around the corner and stuff um learned eventually that my dad just would go downstairs so he could put the coffee on and make sure everybody had coffee and and then my granny would get to go downstairs before us so she could get settled and get yeah get some coffee basically checking for santa is code for making coffee (laughs) Um, and i appreciate that extra in my adult life because now you 
go into the living room, you grab a coffee, and then you do your stockings. Um, yeah, so we would do yeah. our stockings. Um, sometimes we would maybe have, like, croissants or crumpets or something like that um, while we were doing our stockings. Just kind of depended on what the plan for the day was. But, yeah, then, like, Nick, after, um, after stockings, we would have um, our traditional Christmas breakfast, which in our case is, like, a Christmas wife saver that you make oh, on so good. so good you make it on the night before and it's just like bread and cheese and ham sometimes and then sort of like in sandwiches in a big casserole dish and then you pour and eggs and yeah no yeah you put crushed cornflakes and my mom would usually do like red peppers on top and then you pour eggs yeah. and milk over top and then you let that sit in the fridge overnight or usually outside actually because fridge space at christmas is challenging um and then it goes in the oven in the morning yeah so we would always have that um yeah and then we do one at a time presents but rather than one person handing them out it's like usually somebody gets to pick one usually whoever's sitting closest to the tree and then the person that they give a present to picks the next one and so on and so on so oh, that's kind of nice. yeah and then our christmas days sort of especially after we finished stockings was usually kind of crazy we were like because my granny um, was pretty deaf for most of my childhood um, and like didn't have great mobility because she was like almost 20 years older than my other side of grandparents like 18 or something years older um, so like all the other grandparents and aunts and uncles everybody would just come to our house but not all at once because they don't like being in the same room together <laughs> so our house was like the sort of rotating thing of like grandma's gonna come now and then grandpa's gonna come later and yeah it was just like it was always a little crazy, so but it was it was fun because you got to have like multiple sort of fresh Christmases, um, but yeah, again with the goals of not having to put clothes on until later in the day, also key. <laughs> mm-hmm. But usually it was like, oh, so and so is coming over, so you need to actually put clothes on. Sad face. <laughs> but yeah, um, as we got older, things like calmed down a little bit. Just life got a little more calm around, so it was. A little less rotating door so things were a little more relaxed um, and then actually the last probably like six or seven years of my granny's life uh, we would always just go up to Kelowna and get to stay in like this beautiful house that very dear 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 friends of ours have but they were always away at Christmas so we would stay in their house look after their house yeah it was just it was such a different Christmas but we did all of our same traditions like hiding somewhere waiting for dad to go and check for Santa and all that stuff even though we were all grown up. Um, yeah, so that's our crazy Christmas. Yay! Yay! So next up, oh, Nick Christmas. has... I know, I'm so excited. No, what is our Christmas tradition? Oh, yeah. Now that we're next. a family. Yeah, Lindsay's now that we're a family. Now that we're a family. Aww. So we have a family tradition that actually came from one of my family traditions, um, which is a big deal for Christmas Eve Eve which is the best, most wonderful day of the year, if you're <laughs> me. Um, so, like, a super roundabout way of, like I mentioned before, my sister and my mom love Home Alone, um, so they always wanted to watch it on Christmas Eve, and my sister always wanted to eat craft dinner while she watched it, because mm-hmm. he eats craft dinner on Christmas Eve. Um, but my mom always said, for some reason, <laughs> you can't have craft dinner on Christmas Eve, special day I don't know why <laughs> I don't know how like why that was a thing but we decided to do it on Christmas Eve Eve so we would all go down and watch Home Alone and then my dad started saying that we want he wanted to watch his favorite Christmas movie which of course is everybody's favorite Christmas movie <laughs> Die Hard yay so I don't know when what age I was when I first saw Die Hard I don't know late teens early yeah. 20s I have no idea but obviously Home Alone kind of became second to watching Die Hard and Eating Craft Dinner and um, that became our Christmas Eve tradition and a couple years ago 2014 uh, my parents were already in Calgary so I needed to have this done with other people and Nick had come to my house my parents house a couple of times I think to do, watch Die Hard with us. Yes, that. I did. Yeah. Um, so I said, hey, friends that are my family, would you like to watch Die Hard with me and eat craft dinner? And Paula said, I'll watch Die Hard, but I'm not eating craft dinner. Let's have real mac and 
cheese. <laughs> and Sarah said, I'll make it. Um, and that's how that became tradition. So yeah. on December 23rd, we watch Die Hard and eat macaroni and cheese. Um, and I think two years ago, two years ago, Nicole wanted to make it because it was on her bucket list for what? 30 before 30. Is that right? Oh, that was last year. I think so. No, she turned 30 in 2015. I know, but we had we had two mac and cheese yeah, no, last year. I she, oh, no, but I wasn't there two I years ago. I was just trying to learn how to cook because I was dating my now husband, who was an incredible cook, and yeah. I felt inferior, <laughs> just not a feeling that I'm very yeah. good with. And so what? I was like, right? <laughs> so I was like, well, I've made a lot of craft dinner in my life taking that one step forward into like making actual mac and cheese can't be that hard <laughs> and so i made um an actually like fan fucking soup sorry do we swear on our podcast we I can swear remember. on our podcast yes excellent i made a fan fucking fantastic macaroni <laughs> and cheese with like i made a roux and everything um to impress my uh now husband's parents <laughs> that's what i made to impress my in-law <laughs> um and so then i decided i could recreate it for mm-hmm. christmas yeah. eve yeah, yeah that was last year when, yeah. no that's when sarah wasn't there no two years Nicole ago i wasn't it. there yeah so yeah. two years ago paula Nicole made, made it. it yeah no nope paula made it the year before you made it the in 2014 nicole made it in 2015 when we tweeted for you i thought paula made it that, that year nope Nicole did, because that was her point, and she wanted to make it. I thought it was the next year that we had a mac and cheese off. Yeah, it was. Like the last year, year. Before, made it twice. She made oh, it she twice. made it twice. I just wasn't there. Yeah. I have no idea. Why did I give Paula instructions on how to make macaroni and cheese then? Just for life? Um, I think that think... happened before I said I was going to do it. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm sure that's why. I just yeah. assumed. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, so Sarah wasn't there um, two years ago. That part ago. wasn't covered in the tweets. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So yes, we tweeted for her, and I must say that they were quite amusing. Yes. Because along with the macaroni and cheese, there are um, plentiful yeah. adult beverages. Yes. Um, yes. When did the wine? Bottle... Maybe more than plentiful. <laughs> when did the wine bottle in the bunt cake as the centerpiece start? Was that last year? That was twenty fifteen. No, yeah, that was that two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> with the uh, with the the drinking of said. Yeah, adult yes. beverages. It's adult beverages. Chris Christie would always make a bunt cake. Well, not always. Two years ago, she made a bunt cake, and we put a wine bottle in the middle, because why else is there a hole in the exactly. bunt cake? <laughs> um, and then last year, we had a mac and cheese off mm-hmm. um, between Sarah and Nicole, and Christie kind of participated. Except Christie didn't actually make hers. She That's just fair, brought the box. <laughs> but do you know how much food we'd eaten already? Yeah, no, I like I didn't know I could have too much mac and cheese, but but I did. I <laughs> had too much was, mac and cheese. It was good because it helped soak up the adult beverages. Mm-hmm. That's true. And leave space for more bunt cake because again, <laughs> it was it was present last year. Yeah. Anyway, this is a really big deal for us. For there's seven of us now. Well, seven plus a baby. Yeah. Um, who does not partake in the adult beverages? No, um, she does not. She does partake in the mac and cheese, though. Yeah. Yep. Um, and a lot of times, especially in the fall, because fall is super crazy, um, we don't really have a lot of opportunities to spend a lot of time together because Nicole also, and Jen are far away, and Christy's we are always far away. Christy usually takes November off, and Paula and I are not allowed to be in the same place for That's the true. first three and a half weeks of November. <laughs> That's true, because of Paula's aversion to celebrating Christmas before American Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, which is a whole other ball of wax. <laughs> um, so it's often the first time, besides for like random book clubs or something before that, it's the first time for like since Halloween or something yeah. like that that we're all together. Um, and it's a really big deal for all of us, and we do a secret Santa, um, and there's lots of other food and gifts, and Paula, after American Thanksgiving, loves Christmas, so she and Nicole just go Christmas crazy, and we all have a great time, and we all have an equal appreciation for Alan Rickman. Yes. And magic, um, there was a... There's not much watching of the movie, it's mostly like... Talking across the movie. the movie. And then Christy going, when does he say shoot the glass? 
through the whole movie. Uh, and it is fabulous. And then Ross always tries to put Die Hard 2 on, and we're all like, no, we're going home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is our Christmas tradition. And this year we have to do it a couple days early due to airplane scheduling. Yes. Um, but it doesn't matter because Christmas isn't a time. It's a place in your heart. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to make Nicole cry. <laughs> I love Christmas. <laughs> and what's the what's the best way to spread Christmas cheer? <laughs> Singing loud for all to hear. <laughs> our charlie christmas story because i don't remember it very well so you should tell it or somebody about, one of you should tell it nicole do you want to tell your canada part first or oh yeah let's do canada trying? first um let's talk about charlie after because okay. i'll just start crying <laughs> okay tell us canada's christmas stories excellent okay so um another christmas tradition that i have is up until last year, I wrote an annual Christmas letter. Yeah, then, but last year you sent out, you know, wedding invitations. Exactly. <laughs> so, basically, it's like the one, I write this Christmas letter, and it's like, here's what's happened in my life for the last year. And I, it's, I, I actually find it like a really, it's a really emotional and also helpful way of processing everything that has gone on in my life in a year Mm -hmm. but last year I was planning a wedding when I would have been doing that so I didn't have time to emotionally process what was going on in my life (laughs) Um, so instead everybody got a card from me it was just an invitation to come to the wedding Um, and this year I don't think I'm going to write a Christmas letter either because I am writing thank you cards from our wedding that was in August yes I know I'm past Emily Post's like polite date to reply with thank you letter but they're going to be like personalized and heartfelt and everybody gets different pictures from the wedding and that's about as much energy as I have also given that the kitchen is spread throughout the whole house (laughs) so the point of this story is that one of the things that I always included in my Christmas letters was a little piece of Christmas trivia because I believe in educating my friends and family regardless of whether they would like to be educated or not and I will now take this moment to thank my amazing husband who brought me dinner in bed yay thank you oh and it's soup too that's so exciting thank you Mm, (laughs) noodle soup um so I would include this little Christmas trivia at the end of each Christmas letter and I have all of those. And so I've selected specifically the Canadian ones. And I did a little bit of other Canadian Christmas trivia research to share. Um, probably my favorite piece of Canadian trivia has to do with the Christmas tree industry. And it's like serious impact on the Canadian economy. <laughs> um do you two know which Canadian province, and I am giving it away there because it's a province, not a territory, mm. uh, which Canadian province is the highest producer of Christmas trees? Alberta. I'm going to go with Ontario. No, I'm going to go with Quebec because it's real big. Sarah, correct. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Um, the top three producers are Quebec, Nova Scotia, and Ontario, in that order. And it's Nova Scotia in particular that I like to talk about. Because it's Because. Where do they have room for all those trees? Right? Well, let me tell you. (laughs) They actually take, what is it, over 18% of the land in Nova Scotia (laughs) is reserved for producing Christmas trees. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um... In comparison, so Nova Scotia is a tiny, tiny, tiny province, um, and British Columbia is pretty big, comparatively. British Columbia produces 900,000 Christmas trees annually. Nova Scotia produces 1.8 million trees. (laughs) And Quebec, Nova Scotia, and Ontario altogether account for 80% of the Canadian Christmas tree production. Yes. And Nova Scotia is second. So, like, that 
is really impressive yeah. that Nova Scotia can produce more Christmas trees in Ontario. But none of that is the most exciting or most really and truly Canadian part of the Nova Scotia Christmas tree production. That comes in the form of a tree that is grown every year, or it's probably actually grown many years before, but is cut every year because <laughs> they have to wait for it to get real big, um, in Nova Scotia called the Boston tree. And the Boston tree is then donated to Boston. What? Yeah. Uh, in remembrance of Boston's help during the infamous Halifax explosion. Aww. So Boston was really a city that really, really stepped up to help Halifax when, uh, as we learned when we went to the Halifax Maritime Museum, all of Halifax was on fire <laughs> yeah, for a really yep. long time, and it was really upsetting. Probably yeah. um, because it's all trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Nova Scotia cut down a massive fir tree every year and donates it to Boston. And Boston uses that as their main Christmas tree to do like their big like ceremonial lighting to start Aww. Christmas. Wow. And Boston, I'm like, that is amazing. That's adorable. That must be like they probably the tree for this year probably is like thirty years old. Yeah. Right? Like to be a big enough yeah, like, outdoor to get real big. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Good times. Yeah. No, um, so I like that. I thought that I was like that, that yeah. was very very cute. Yay! Um, another interesting Canadian Christmas fact is about the Santa Claus parade in Toronto. Now, many Canadian cities have Santa Claus parades. I'm sure many other cities also have mm-hmm. Santa Claus parades. Um, we have gone to the Vancouver one a couple of times, and in Toronto, the point of the Santa Claus parade is that it is one of the oldest in the entire world. <laughs> the Santa Claus parade got started in Toronto and has been going every year since since 1913. What? Wow. Yeah. Like, Santa Claus um, wore blue back then. Like, that's how old yeah, that is. Yeah, he wasn't the Coca-Cola uh, Santa Claus. Mm. And children, so Santa was pulled through the streets on a sleigh. Mm-hmm. And children would march along behind him. And now the parade is massive, and there's over 2,000 people that take part in it. There's 25 animated floats, and it's broadcast on TV all around the world. Oh, so adorable. Yep. Yep. Sorry, the sludge to friends. Did someone drop their baton again? Why come all the way from Kansas just to drop your baton? <laughs> Oh, team, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not Team America, what was it? Spirit of America? Yes, no. Spirit of America. Oh, oh they are the worst. Anyway. A story for another time. Yeah. Um, another great Canadian uh, winter and Christmas tradition is the Tier d'Érable, which is from Quebec, from the maple syrup taffy candy that they pour out onto the snow and then using a popsicle stick kind of like wrap the maple syrup as it's starting to harden in the wintry, frosty, snowy cold <laughs> into a delicious popsicle which is super yummy. Yeah, so good. Yeah. And then I have a super fun Newfie Canadian tradition which I think we should try here but I don't think it would work so well. <laughs> it's called the tradition of murmuring which is where it's specifically an adult Christmas tradition, as you would expect from me from that, um, because it involves alcohol. <laughs> and it's basically like caroling, yeah. only instead of singing songs, people dress up in costumes and knock on random other people's doors, and they say, are there any murmurers in the night, or are murmurers loud in? which, like, our murmur allowed to come into the house. And then they burst into strangers' houses, singing and dancing and drinking. Um, <laughs> and then they move on to the next house, frequently picking up the people from the house they were just visiting and taking them with them. So it's, like, a cross between trick-or-treating and caroling and drunkenness. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds delightful. It does, yeah. unless you're an introvert and you're like, no. No, no, <laughs> but you, you like, never you just go along open with your game. door. Well, yeah, there's that too. I feel like yeah. it's a small town thing. Like, it yeah, probably. And like, yeah, and like on a certain night or a yes. certain set of nights where like, you know, so you are yeah. wearing appropriate clothing. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Adorable. I like it. 
those are some Canadian Christmas traditions. Excellent. Hooray! Plus, Santa Claus is Canadian. Yeah. Well, yes. And uh, you can write to him, which is how you know he's Canadian, by just putting the postal, well, putting Santa, North Pole, mm-hmm. postal code, ho, ho, ho. And yes. then he gets your letter, and he does write back. He gets you back. Sure. I think and that's a new thing, because I don't remember getting letters back as a kid, but I know Oh, I totally you. did. <laughs> but maybe we did, and I just have a terrible memory for such things. I have no idea. I can't I remember. I remember getting um, replies from my notes on Christmas, like Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like that, well, that the other one. thing is, like, we would write our letters and give them to my mom, but I don't know if she actually mailed them to the North Pole or if she just opened them <laughs> so she could read our Christmas list. I have no idea. Aww. But yes, I it's just... like, and if you, if you oh read interviews with Canadian postal workers, it's like one of their, so whereas like normally a lot of people are really upset around the holidays yeah. and postal workers generally get a bad rap for being like really upset most yeah. of the time. Um, Canadian postal workers get like super emotional and super into the replying. Santa replying yeah. piece of their job, and it's really, really sweet. Yeah, I always have a good cry over a, a video about that every now and then. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes, there's one other Christmas tradition as well that it is not. I think it's probably more North American, but it's worth talking about because I heard a comic making a joke about it on a Netflix comedy special I was watching the other day. Um, most Canadian families do leave out milk and cookies mm-hmm. for Santa. Oh, yeah. Um, and and sometimes some brown sugar or carrots for the reindeer, which, you know, I appreciate that as Canadians, we're taking into account the animals as well as Santa. Um, but this is contrary to if we have any listeners uh, listening from the UK or from other European countries where usually... Santa is left, at least in the UK specifically, instead of milk or cookies, mm. he's just left a glass of sherry. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Santa, once he gets over there, that's what he needs. <laughs> we always did um, like brandy and eggnog, not just not milk, but. Ah. Well, yeah. he would go there first if you're, yeah, yeah. you know, working on time zones. So the milk was to soak up the sherry. No kidding. Yeah. To yeah. keep him flying. Yeah. <laughs> keep him flying to all the way to Hawaii, and then he yeah. can go home. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is also why, by the time he gets over here, the reindeer need a little energy pick-me-up. Yeah. They need a little story. Yeah. They're like, man, I'm tired. This has yeah. been a long day, because time zones <laughs> time are worse. Yeah. But also fortunate, because if it wasn't time zones, how could he do it all? I don't know. But that's well, he does, he does trade out the reindeer for the six white boomers when he gets to Australia. Yes. That is yeah, true. true. Um, Lindsay, do you want to tell our, our Charlie story of the week, of the episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, many moons ago, in 2011, mm-hmm. we went... Was it only 2011? Yeah. Yeah? Well, it feels so much longer ago than that. It was six years ago. Wow. Yeah. Um, we traveled for the first time, for as the three of us, mm-hmm. to a magical place called New York City. Swirly <laughs> twirly gumdrops. And then we went through the Lincoln Tunnel. Except I don't think we actually did, but I don't know because I was asleep on the taxi ride in. Anyway. <laughs> we d- no, yeah. we didn't because we were staying in Brooklyn. No, we didn't. We were, we were staying in Brooklyn. We were staying in Brooklyn, yeah. We did not go through the Lincoln Tunnel. No. Anyway, that's a side note. Yes, so we went to New York in the last week of November, which was uh, brave, yes. naive, <laughs> silly Both. thing to do. Yes, all, all of the above. All of the above. Yes, um, because we wanted to go, and we're like, "It'll be great. We'll go. It'll be Christmassy, and we'll get to go see the parade." Um, and that was true. But also, mm-hmm. what we did not take into account was all of the other people who wanted to also do that. Yeah, <laughs> and all of the people who were there to perform in the parade. Oh my god, were just in our way everywhere we went. Everywhere. Um, but we had a great time, mm-hmm. uh, except for the part where I had food poisoning. But otherwise, we had a great time. <laughs> yeah, we did overall have a really great time. Mm-hmm. We had breakfast at Tiffany's, and we, we went to the building twice. Yeah. Yep. And we went to many shows. Mm-hmm. So many shows. We saw lots of cool things and people, and it was great. And we did go to the Thanksgiving parade, Thanksgiving Day parade, and we were very well prepared. We had many, many layers, because that day was actually cold, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. had... We went to the most efficient Starbucks in the history of the oh land. Gosh. Oh, yeah. It was epic. Uh, 
It was they like, had, like it was headphones. on the parade route, so of course they like yes. they got rid of all the furniture to make room more room for lighting up. Like yeah, yeah, intense. and they had headphones, like we had drive-through headphones, so the people in the line would get uh, take your order, and then oh man, so efficient. Yeah. I wanted to write them a note and say good job. Um, anyway, so now they're getting this. I'm note. sure their efficiency appreciated you not writing them that note. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for to read your note. <laughs> Anyway, so then we found a pretty decent spot and we made friends with all of the other people around us and like they were all seemed to be like parents whose kids were in bands. So every time the bands came, the entire corner cheered and it was really oh, adorable. It was and, so cute. Um, that was really fun. We had such a great time and, and the parade was awesome. It was yeah. fascinating to be to watch because it's so different than the parades in Vancouver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't have balloons because we have trolley lines. Yep. <laughs> so... Um, and also and no balloons, money. Yeah, that's also true. And the balloons are an odd thing that I don't really understand. But anyway. <laughs> but none of them got loose, so that was none really of good. None got loose, that's true. Um, and we had a great time. Um, and we also went to F.A.O. Schwartz that day, which was also great. But anyway. But that's not the most important part of the it's story. It's not the most important part of the story. Um, so as you know, at the end of the Thanksgiving Day Parade, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's the Santa Claus. Yes, it is, it is. It is the real Santa Claus, because obviously, if that's what history teaches us, and by history, I mean Miracle on 34th Street. The, 19, the 1994 version, not the creepy black and white version. Uh, <laughs> I like both of them. <laughs> I do too, but Dermot Mulroney is attractive. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, there's, I really, yeah, I really like the new one. Yeah, the, no, it is really good. It's excellent. Also like it's 23 years old. Anyway. Um, so then on the Monday, I think, yeah, I think so. like the yeah. day we left, we went to Macy's, real Macy's on 34th Street. Um, and we climbed their weird old wooden escalators. Those wooden so escalators cool. are weird. Yep. Um, and we did some shopping. And yep. then we went to the Santa. <laughs> we met real Santa. Yeah. He was Santa. He was really there. <laughs> True. It was pretty true cute. Story. And then it was uh, like our Christmas ornament photo forever. Yeah, it's true, because it was really good. Except, I have now realized, in preparation for this podcast, that Charlie is not in that photo, because yeah. apparently we're horrible people. But he was there! He was and he there. did get to actually meet Santa, he just wasn't in the photo. Yeah. That is correct. Um, he had just been having way too much fun doing other New York-y things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah. much fun. So fun. But yes, he was real Santa. Yay. And he made all our dreams come true, as real Santa does. Yes. Also, the Macy's Santa setup oh, yeah. is Fantastic. like something to behold. It's like out of the Disney school of lineups. It's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Very, also very efficient. Should write them a note as well. <laughs> yeah. No, they did a really good job. Good. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. So that know is our story about how us and Charlie met real Santa. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Now to wrap things up, Nicole. Actually, no. What are we recommending? The theme of our recommendations is Christmas movies. In hey, surprise yay! to nobody. <laughs> so, Nick, what's your Christmas movie recommendation? It is the bestest Christmas movie that there ever was, and you can guess it by Hey, guess what? I saw a dog today. Did you see a dog? <laughs> Why is your coat so big? You have a friend? It's probably, <laughs> it's also probably the, not even just the Christmas, the movie that I quote the most. <laughs> yeah. It is the incomparable elf. <laughs> I love that movie so much. I could watch it like every week for the entire year and never get tired of it. It continues to make me laugh so hard I cry actually cry because of emotions <laughs> and just like laugh to the point of I'm like snorting food up my nose it's so good I love that movie so much Yay! and it's perfect because not only did I just put the gif up um, to describe you during this podcast recording mm-hmm. but also the montage when he first gets to New York and he's like eating all the gum and like oh, yeah. saying hello to everyone that's basically <laughs> what it's like to walk down the street with the pole <laughs> Yes. Which I think is why I have such a strong affinity for that movie. Yeah, I think basically I am Buddy the Elf. 
Yeah, every day, all yep. all year long. Yeah, and see, and now because you get really distracted by puppies, and now Bailey also gets distracted by That's puppies, true. so we can't go anywhere with either of you. No, especially down here where there's just dogs everywhere. Yeah, and I want to give raccoons hugs all the time, and it never goes well. <laughs> they have rabies. Don't touch the wildlife. <laughs> so yeah, I recommend Elf wholeheartedly. Excellent. Lindsay Curtis, what is your recommendation? Oh, I have so many. It's so hard. I love Christmas movies. They're no. so good. There's so many of awesome ones. As I said before, White Christmas is a really big deal for our family. Um, we watch it usually on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, and the three of us have actually gone to see the local theater company do it, like, probably two or three times at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it just, is excellent. Yes. It is excellent. It's so good and so Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. the big thing that we've actually been a really big family tradition for us has been Muppet Family Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Made for TV special, which features the Muppets, the Sesame Street cast, and Fraggle Rock. Oh. And really, how could you get any better than that? It's and really it hard is, to find, but it's really good. It's really, Amanda found it yeah. on the internet because our VHS not only started like three minutes late yeah. and we never got to see the actual beginning <laughs> but was a vhs and was you know Just dying um, slow death. That, that, yeah exactly yeah. very slow death dying um so i think amanda has it on her computer yeah so we can watch it all the way through without commercials from the 80s which is kind of sad <laughs> oh i love 80s commercials yeah um but it is also fantastic and so christmasy and also makes you laugh and cry and <sighs> You'll quote it forever it's once you so start watching good. it. It's so good. So good. And oh, on the Muppet... dog is not the turkey. The turkey. <laughs> turkey. Oh. turkey. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Moving on. I was Sarah? Say, on a Muppet theme, in surprise Yay! to nobody, my recommendation is a Muppet Christmas Carol. Cause Yay! Best. Light the red. 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 It's almost so good. It's so so good, good. and I always cry because there's a really sad part. Yeah, there really is. But it's so good. I know, but at least this one is like also funny. Whereas most representations of Christmas Carol, as much as I love the message and I think it's such a great story, it's like so depressing because it's Dickens and like the nineteenth century. Like, of course, it's depressing. Lame is at Christmas. Yeah. It's not as depressing as Les Mis, holy cow. But it's close. And there is more hope at the end. But, yes. Yeah. I love it. Um, it's, it's like the perfect movie to me. Like, it's got songs that I love to sing. Oh, it's got so many things. And then my, honestly. The American way. The American way. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the British, British way. way. <laughs> um, it's got so many things. And then. I'm going to throw an extra one in because, haha, who's going to stop me? Because I have the record button. Um, <laughs> it's not a movie, but it is an album, and it is the best Christmas album in the world. It's a, fam- a Christmas together, and it's The Muppets and John Denver, and it's just, it's a perfect Christmas album. It's got some weird songs that you, like, don't really know, but you like them anyways. It's got, um, it's got puns. It's got Miss Piggy being hilarious. Um, in the, you know, bring us a figgy pudding and Miss Piggy thinks they're saying piggy pudding and she gets all offended and they're like, no, it's made with figs. And then somebody mutters under their breath and bacon. And it's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it's just, it's so good. I love it. Um, can I, since you're talking about music and Mm -hmm. the Muppets, can I share my favorite quote from my favorite song in Muppets Christmas Carol? Okay. Mm -hmm. It's true, wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. Aww. No. I love that song. So <laughs> I know. It's just like, I know. It's really, yeah. really good. It's so good. Uh, oh. I love, I love Christmas. I have so many feelings right now, and I'm not even. I know, problem. me too. <laughs> and like, I have. Good even... thing that it's like the end of November, guys. <laughs> I know. But it's like, okay, it's getting close enough I could maybe start, I don't know. I was like, the holiday popped up on, like, my Netflix. Of, you might like this. I'm I like, watched yes, it last night. Yes, you might. So that's probably what I'm going to do after this. But I don't know. Yeah, I get, like, 
and I think it comes from many, many years of singing in church choir, and so we would have started doing Christmas music, like, in October, like, the beginning of October, uh-huh. basically. Um, so just, yeah, like, overdosing on Christmas music, so I try to, like, take it easy, but then, like, once I start, it's all I will listen to for yeah, yeah, the rest of Christmas. I watched The Holiday last night, and it nice. is great, except for the parts that are not, except, oh, yeah. like, my sister and I were talking yesterday, like, Kate Winslet is the worst aunt in the world. Yes. <laughs> yes. She leaves her little nieces who just lost their mother and goes across the place. And then there's one scene they're like, we never have adults here who are girls. Like, what's I know. wrong with you, Kate Winslet? It's You're the so worst. weird. Yeah. Um, it's also a movie that takes place at Christmas that isn't super Christmassy. Yeah. Which everybody calls that a Christmas movie but then gets offended when I call Die Hard a Christmas movie so I don't understand I think it's the the ratio of explosions to Christmassy sentiment yeah that's probably true (laughs) although it's also the movie that shows that Jack Black sorry Jack Black can do like a romantic lead he is great in that movie I have such a crush on him in that movie oh my gosh yeah Yeah. so good alright anyway well that brings us to the end also speaking of Christmas crutches Never mind. Sorry, I was just gonna say, mm. if you haven't looked at Tom Hanks and Sleepless in Seattle in a little while, you should go back and do that because <laughs> holy, yeah. Okay, yeah, that was my so last adorable. thing, guys. <laughs> you have to stop recording because I'll just keep talking. I love Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas from all of us to all of you. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Lifewise for Life. On Twitter, it's with the number four, but everywhere else, it's actually spelled like F O R. We have a website. It is called lifewivespodcast.com. You can get all of our episodes there. You can search for us and subscribe. You can leave us a comment. You can tag us in your hilarious Christmas pictures. Um, have you ever met the real Santa? Tell us more. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And we share will... your favorite Christmas traditions and movies because we will watch them and maybe do them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. 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 Awesome. It was lovely talking about Christmas with you guys. I'm really excited for our family Christmas. Yay. Yay. Me too. Okay, folks, we'll see you next time for probably more Christmasiness. Bye-bye! Bye-bye! Christmas is Christmas! Christmas is Christmas! Christmas is Christmas!